devastated to be fair it was an absolute shock and it's going to be one of those days that we we all remember uh, the whole family were all together welcome to uh, not just crew well this is just an impromptu uh, podcast that both Simon and I just wanted to put together um, just to express our thoughts and uh, feelings after the sad passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth on the 8th of September now you'll see from the description uh, we're just working class lads, one from the north, one from the south, who just wanted to um, just talk about what we've felt over these uh, last few days. We're not experts uh, in any of the uh, history or the royal family. Uh, we know what we know. Um, both pretty much brought up in the uh, 1970s, and obviously this has been a, a big shock for us. But anyway, have a listen. This is what we decided uh, to uh, do, just to uh, mark this uh, very sad occasion. Well, welcome to uh, Not Just Crew. Well, we're going to be having a, uh, a special uh, podcast today in honour of uh, Queen Elizabeth, Her Majesty, who sadly passed away on the uh, 8th of uh, September. Now, a lot of us didn't really know how we were going to feel. Obviously, most of us, well, Pretty much nearly all of us, everyone I know, haven't known any anyone else other than uh, Queen Elizabeth to be on the throne. So I'm here with my friend uh, Simon Costello, uh, co-founder, presenter, and not just crew, just to ask him what his initial thoughts, because royalist is not something you hear on everyone's uh, lips at the moment. I always have been. Uh, I've always loved the monarch. Sometimes I haven't liked individual members, but I certainly like the institution. So I'm going to bring my, uh, my friend from the north in. And uh, ask him his initial feelings. Hi, Sai. Good morning, Trevor. Yeah, absolutely devastated, to be fair. It was an absolute shock. And uh, it's going to be one of those days that we we all remember. Uh, the whole family were all together uh, in the same room. And the news came across on the TV that uh, the, the Queen was unwell and that uh, the medical support was there with her. And she was, like, quite stable. But uh, and then everyone was heading towards Balmoral uh, to yeah. be with to be with her, and it was it was at that moment I was thinking if everybody's going up to actually be with the Queen, then uh, and that announcement's being made, then something is going drastically downhill as regards to the Queen's health because uh, I don't think they would have kind of like made those announcements uh, to the public, and then yeah, obviously like. I think it was three hours later, then the Queen was pronounced that uh, that she'd sadly passed away. It was it was a, a shock, and I, I actually, I actually, it was it was a message that came up on a WhatsApp group that we were in from uh, from one of our presenters, fellow presenters, uh, and he posted the message, and then straight away read that. Went in the front room, news was still on, and there it was. The announcement was being made by. Uh, the Welsh guy, you. What's his name again? You, you Laurie? No, he's a comedian. No. <laughs> uh, you, the, the newsreader. Yeah, the newsreader, and he was yeah, he was yeah. repeating the announcement over and over again, uh, and I could see his eyes were welling up, and you were just stood. I just stood in front of the TV. Just I showed it for my wife to let her know. We just watched the TV from that moment on for for hours on end. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was quite quite a shock because, like like you, uh, I knew she was unwell. But the fact she only 
shook Liz Truss's hand, a new uh, mm. PM, mm-hmm. uh, literally a couple of days before. And yes, she looked old. She looked uh, frail, as you would expect with a, a 90, uh, a 90, was it? Is she six. Was she 96, 96. 96 yep. year old? Uh, in fact, but she always seemed very compassmentous. Um, so it was a bit of a shock. But when they start to make official announcements and members of the family start to fly up to uh, Balmoral, uh, I knew we were probably in the last days of her reign. Uh, but I thought she might last a uh, a bit longer. But I, I, I think she literally held out to, because she's always been, very dutiful. I think she was literally holding out to uh, see the new prime minister uh, mm-hmm. in. Then she felt like her, her duty had been done. But th- there's a couple, couple of things I want to add to that. I'm just wondering, um, because of the state of the union with the SNP wanting to split away uh, from the United Kingdom, whether she picked Balmoral on purpose, because uh, I tell you what, she, she was very canny, uh, because... I think the popularity of the union and the monarch has gone up massively uh, mm-hmm. in Scotland, especially as she was laying in, uh, not like officially laying in state, but going around all the di- different cathedrals, uh, Edinburgh uh, and, and as it's St Giles, um, just before she came down to London. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, listen, I mean, none of us know the Queen person. We can only we can only second guess, but she was one for forward planning, and she was a massive lover of Bob Balmoral. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, 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 what do you think? Say, do, do you think, because uh, the say, the, pop, no, how can I put it? The union is very popular out there at the moment. Again, mm-hmm. might be a phase or not. I don't know. What do you think? Well, well, I, my thoughts are coming from the background over the last 10 years of working for the ambulance services and in emergency care. I've encountered a lot of situations where elderly people have, have kind of subconsciously known that their time is coming to an end and they always want to be in a place where they're most comfortable, which is normally at home, where they feel most at peace, where they have the most treasured and special memories. And uh, without any shadow of a doubt, I think Balmoral has been a place where the Queen has felt most at home, where she's had the most incredible memories with all of her family, with you know, from a father, grandparents, a husband, their children. She's probably spent the most treasured memories and, and private moments of her entire life at Balmoral. So I feel as if that's the place where she's wanted to go to rest. And while she's been there, she's felt at ease. She's felt comfort and warmth. And with those feelings and emotions that she'll have been going through, I truly believe that She's realised that this has been her moment to probably slowly drift and and slow down, and and that, that end of it end of a time has come. So I, I believe that's the reasons behind just behind like the process of the dying, I guess you know, and yeah, and just being which is just, a natural process after all. We forget absolutely. that absolutely, and, and and I've encountered like a lot of elderly people and and prior to them being actually ill, they've had this feeling where it's like, I need to be at this place. This is where I need to be. Please don't take me to hospital. I don't want to go to hospital yeah. because I know, I know my, they know the time's like short and they want to be in that place where the treasure so much. And I just feel as if my moral has been that place and she 
that's where she wanted to be and she and she's she's uh she's she's passed over in in exactly the surroundings that with the people around her that she's wanted to to actually experience that those last phases of her life yeah, absolutely. And I say, Balmore is a place that she very much uh, loved there, actually. I, I almost met the Queen in Balmore, wow. funny enough. We, we um, when my children were young, we used to go to a place called uh, Braemar. Uh, yeah. A, yeah, do you know Braemar? Yeah, it's very, very small. They used to have the uh, Highland Games. And we used to uh, rent a cottage just behind it. So it's not too far from Balmore. And when my uh, eldest, uh, Emily, was very young, in fact, still on the uh, backpack, uh, we went walking around um, one, one of the locks uh, in in Scotland, not too far mm. from Belmore. It was a um, it was a lock that Queen Victoria built a, a lodge on, and we were walking around there. And all of a sudden, all these um, blacked out uh, Range Rovers went screaming, you know, not screaming, but dri driving past us with yeah. somebody waving wa waving out. In fact, I think they even had a teddy bear wa waving outside the uh, window for for some reason. And they all pulled up out this um, outside this lodge and uh julie and i just carried on walking around the uh, lock and i couldn't believe it walking around a bit further we, we bumped into uh camilla wow uh, our, new, our new our new queen queen uh consort and uh and it was uh such a shock and it was also at the time as well this is the first time prince harry and uh prince william had met camilla it was their first time in belmore together so i mean that that made it more extraordinary as well but there was no one around uh Queen Camilla, she is now, and I'm assuming it was possibly a, a bodyguard. And uh, we were we were just chatting as you do with other walkers when you say good morning. She, she a bit was of chitty chatting, <laughs> a bit of chitty chatting, and she was complaining about the uh, midges. And then we then we carried on walk, walking around, and uh, we could see uh, in the corner a very young Prince Harry and Prince uh, William. Wow! And uh, I didn't get a chance to chat chat to them. Um, and then I think they might have thought we were pressed for some reason because because we stayed out in our little picnic a bit longer, hoping mm -hmm. they'd walk past the Zalo. But I did see a sort of elderly lady with a little headscarf uh, around her head. And oh. I immediately thought, that is the queen. Yeah. That is the queen. But we literally only saw her for a, a, cu a couple of seconds uh, there. Because to say, she does feel very at home in Belmore. I mean, do, do you know the story of the uh, the American tourist? No, job right. Okay, right. Okay, I'll, but, but very quickly because we said we we're going to keep this quite a short podcast yeah. just in, in honor, but you know, let's let's celebrate her life. Uh, some American tourists near Belmoral um bumped into a a lady, uh, and they said, and uh, they asked her, Oh, gee, ma'am, have, have you ever met the queen? And this lady said, Oh, yes, a, a couple of times, and I said, Oh, it's amazing, can we get a, a, a picture of you? Uh, as somebody who's, who's met the Queen. So they had this uh, picture with her. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you're guessing who the uh, elderly lady was yeah. that they didn't know about until they got home to yeah. Alabama. And wow. uh, yeah, it was the, it was the Queen uh, herself. And they still didn't believe it. And I think one of their friends had to show them uh, a British postage stamp to show, look, that was the lady, that was the lady you, you met. So yeah, she was. So we're going off topic here. But yeah, she was very, very uh, happy at yeah. Balmoral. Uh, but listen, I was chatting to you yesterday because uh, we, we were going to record a podcast. And then, uh, yeah, you were glued to your TV um, mm -hmm. because at 2.22, yeah. uh, the, the, you know, Her Majesty was taken uh, from Buckingham Palace to, mm -hmm. was it Westminster Hall? Westminster Hall, yeah. That's it, thank God for that. I, I mean, um, but yeah. I mean, it's just, it's. I, I feel as if these are moments like that you're going to witness on TV that, that you cannot miss and that 
that's just my personal opinion. I know I know there's not many royalists out there. And well, you know, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But when you see like the kind of the parades and and what what Great Britain, what the United Kingdom, what the royal family and put on, and just just it's it's incredible. The the guards, the music, it's all so well put together and and you're never going to see moments like that again, you know, like where the, like you've got Anne, King Charles, the two boys, Andrew and Edward, directly walking behind the mother, yeah, uh, you know, and the grandmother, and just like and it was such a slow walk as well. And when you're watching the guards all in sync, it's just incredible. And the, and the sound of the music that had the mufflers on the drums, and, yeah, yeah, you know, it was just and it was just such a somber, like sobering moment. And it was just incredible to actually sit down and, and watch that all the way through to see the emotion and like maybe his lack of emotion on the face. I mean, King Charles has been through so much from finding out that his mum had passed away. That guy has not stopped moving from, you know, Scotland, Northern Ireland, back to England. Yeah. He's been absolutely nonstop. He even lost his temper with a pen. Oh, no, uh, I saw you know? that. <laughs> but uh, it's like... He's had so much to kind of undertake, and like it or not, the Queen Camilla, she's stuck by him, she supported him, she's been a tower of strength for him, and uh, it's just incredible to sit down and the coverage has been phenomenal to witness this on TV. It just, it you you feel as if you, it's a bit of a, a realization process for yourself because we all know the Queen's passed away. But like we are, we are mourning in our own ways, and this amazing coverage that's being put out to us on TV is helping the transition from the Queen's power to King Charles. It's it's really yeah. important. I feel as as a nation, as a country, as us all coming together, and when you see the outpouring of emotion and support for the monarchy on the streets of London and in Scotland and around around the world, it is it is beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No one does pedantry like the uh, UK and Great Britain, especially, as you said, you mentioned the guards and their bare skins, but also the uh, blues and royals on their yes. horses. Look absolutely uh, amazing. Now, I know lots of rehearsals did go into it, but they just made it look so seamless. And I think um, because of this, um, Lizzie's done... <laughs> I hope she doesn't mind me calling this. That's a bit personal, isn't it? But I, I think what, what she's done is created a new generation uh, of royalists. Now, when I say royalists, I mean I'm not I'm not one of those people who wear a uh, you, you know a union flag yeah. uh, suit, you know. Uh, but but I am. I would want to see no other institution uh, apart from the money side, which and they do bring in millions upon yeah. millions of pounds because you know they don't. If we became a republic. They won't want to become and say our uh, President Blair. We won't no. get the same tourists, you know. And mm -hmm. we make it so boring. It, it's fun. I, I I never understood re Republicans. You know, it's some mm -hmm. people are born. Some people are born lucky, but I mean, are they born lucky? They're very very busy. Um, so yeah, I, I think well, I agree with you. It's yeah. like yeah, you're saying they're born in a privileged like position, but. They work so hard. That they, they, they work yeah. so hard. I mean, they've got so much responsibility, like you know, and they've got so many duties to undertake. It's like that. 
they're never going to have the life that we have where we can just cut off and switch off for a couple of weeks and go on holiday and not have to worry about, you know, all you've got to worry about is like, right, I've got to go at the bar for it to top my like gin and tonic up. They're never going to yeah. have that life. They're always going to be in the public eye. And, th and that responsibility is absolutely, it's, it just must weigh so heavy. And hence why Harry wants to step away from the spotlight because it's, it's a lot of pressure, but like, Charles, the Queen, who's given 70 years of yeah. her life and dedicated she's dedicated it to her country, it's absolutely phenomenal. She gave up her life. She could have walked away like what Edward did, uh, you know, and, and yeah. then obviously handed the crown over to his brother, Queen Elizabeth's mom, uh, father, sorry. She could have done that, but she didn't. She yeah. made a promise and dedicated her life to her country and that alone. You've just yeah. got it. That woman is incredible. Well, I mean, you, you've just hit on a perfect point. She was never born to be queen. I mean, she yeah. became a brilliant queen. But yeah, uh, yeah, quite right. It was her brother uh, Edward the Edward the Seventh, Edward the Eighth, uh, who abdicated for the love of an American woman, Wallace yeah. uh, Simpson. But we we got to remember, she bridged the gap between the Edwardian period, yeah, and now. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, it was world was a very very different. I think she made her first broadcast as a princess uh, during 1940. Uh, yeah, age 14 to yeah. reassure the evacuees. You know, after mm -hmm. we've been bombed by the uh, Germans, so she, she she's dedicated her love to uh, service, um, mm -hmm. which which is absolute. Well, I absolutely love it. And again, obviously, she okay. became she found out she became queen. Uh, when she was doing a tour of uh, Kenya, Kenya. Uh, tree treetops, treetops, and the main thing is the prime minister she's seen her first prime minister. You know, the first her first prime minister was it was Churchill, wasn't it? It was absolutely yeah. Yeah. Winston yeah. Churchill, and mm -hmm. the last one literally uh, Liz Truss. So I mean, the yeah. gap between I think it's about 15, 16 prime prime ministers uh, she's had. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, she's definitely done a bit of service. But one of the reasons I just want to make this podcast um, is just to hear the views of normal people you know yeah. on, on, on tv you've got the commentators they bring in their experts uh and they do know a lot hence why they call the experts but yeah it's just a guy from the south a guy from the north uh our thoughts and feelings um mm -hmm. but um listen i think because uh, we're recording this on uh we're recording this on thursday the 5th Yes, fifteenth. So, and of course, we, we've got the big funeral, uh, funeral on uh, Monday, uh, which is uh, a bank holiday. And the reason I'm saying all this is because hopefully, historians might well listen to our podcast hundreds of years from now, side si, just to get yeah. the true feelings of and, uh, what, what was going on. My 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 short little experience with uh, Queen Elizabeth II was uh, we were at Buckingham Palace. Uh, me. Uh, myself, sorry, my wife and uh, my oldest daughter, Holly, and we were at the gates and there was a few people there. There wasn't really much going on. It was just like tourists doing the thing. And then the gates opened and this yeah. green Jaguar went past in the car and there was just the driver and the queen in the, wow. in, in the back and she was in a green outfit. And I remember like it was my wife. She know she'd seen it and she went, Oh my god, it's the Queen's in the car. And she went <laughs> and she drove past and like I, I saw her, and then my daughter, who missed it all, had a massive paddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the Queen. 
And that, somehow I brainwashed her and convinced her that she did see it. I went, you did see it? That was her. Did I? Did I see it? I went, yeah, you did. You did. And that was the, <laughs> that was the queen just going, going out. Going, yeah. I don't know where she was going. Maybe she was what? up to Primark for a new hat. I don't know. So you just seen something in the car and that's stuck with you. So it just shows how important she was to uh, all, all of us, you know? Yeah. And because um, I'm a massive lover of uh, history anyway. And I remember watching this whole documentary because you've got to remember film cameras in you of uh, Queen Victoria's uh, mm-hmm. funeral. Um, and, you know, some of the uniforms don't, don't look that different. And I don't think the crowds are going to be any less. Well, they're going to be more than they were in Victorian times. I, I think Mondays, I think if you're not in London, I think you're going to be glued to the TV. So many businesses, uh, and this is for the record, so many businesses are closing for this day, which I, I, I totally get. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you heard about the incident with uh, Centre Parks. Yeah, uh, who, who were going to kick everyone out for the day, I know, I know. which seems a bit unfair. I think they've uh, reversed uh, that decision. Absolutely. Can, can you imagine that happening on the plane? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that on an aircraft. It's like, right, everybody off. We're forty thousand feet in the air. Get off. We're all we're all down in tools. It's the funeral now. <laughs> you know, stop know. what you're doing. And, you and it didn't work because, as 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 you know, we we work in the sort of uh, travel. Uh, industry but again it would have been the frontline staff that have to tell those people they kicked out and the abuse they would have received yeah that would have done any good for their um stress levels uh there but anyway look simon uh oh yeah also yeah did a, a bit of trivia and i don't know if it was done on purpose did you see the registration of the uh, RAF plane that brought her uh her majesty down from uh scotland to no, RAF norfolk what was right it? well it's it if you turn it upside down it spells lizzie Sure, though. I'll send, I'll, send, I'll send you a picture, and I might put a picture up in the uh, description as, as well. But it turned upside down, it said Lizzie, because it was wow. Zulu, Zulu, uh, Indigo, I don't know, uh, Lima. So I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture on that, that anyway. But, yeah, it's um, – and I, so I've always buy newspapers for historical events, uh, even if it's just one. Uh, and for this one, I have bought all – yeah. Got them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so Simon's showing me all of the papers. Simon. I've got all of them. All yeah. of them. But, yeah. You know, uh, and again, I won't even read them because I've been watching the news, but they'll just go up in a loft uh, yeah. with all my other historical uh, papers on there. Uh, no, it's a very, memory, very good. Memory keepsakes. Me- memory keepsakes. Uh, yeah. And also another one, you know, like the funeral directors that took the Queen yeah. from Morrill to Edinburgh. That's the same funeral directors that my brother-in-law works for. I think it's Purvis and. Uh, oh what, right. Yeah, he well, works. Of course. He works for them. Yeah, because you don't live too. Just for the uh, listeners, you don't actually live too far from the border. In fact, North you've got Ireland. a little holiday home in Scotland as well, haven't you? Yeah, Scottish borders in Jedburgh. So, like, this funeral directors, like, is obviously has uh, offices in Northumberland and Scotland and the Scottish borders and all those surrounding areas. So. I was actually getting information about what was going to be undertaken before it was actually happening. Mm. Yeah, and a, I, a yeah, bit, yeah, it was good. Right there, yeah, Because yeah. I, because I thought I thought he was going to actually have some involvement with the actual uh, funeral itself and like transfer of the Queen to to Edinburgh, but he wasn't. It's it, they've got many officers. And uh, they used obviously those ones that near, were near uh, Balmoral at the time, but it was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, worth saying, it was it, it was quite a time, right? And this is no criticism to anyone who's been involved in the organisation. Is there anything you would do as an office differently? Sorry, 
What do you is mean? there any of the arrangements that you would have done differently? There is a reason why I say this. I, I heard something on the radio and I thought, yeah, that would have been a, a good idea. Absolutely. It's no criticism on anyone who's organized anything to do with the funeral arrangements. But is there anything you'd like to have seen done differently? Uh, not off the top of my head. Why have you got? Have you got? Yeah, an idea? Well, it was a. Um, I was listening to the radio yesterday, and I know a lot of people are obviously worried about this, the state of the union and the United Kingdom and that wonderful mm. flag, the union flag, uh, staying together. But one of the callers said, "Wouldn't it be nice, rather than?" And it was nice that she was sort of visible to everyone, uh, sort of in Scotland. But they're saying, "Wouldn't it be nice if she was brought down by car from Scotland?" into wales back into sort of uh, england again from the north to the south because people have always been worried about the north sort of south divide anyway just just to really unite us and all by car just to give a, a few more people to be a part of this uh, historical uh, moment so again yeah and then i thought yeah that's that wouldn't have been a bad idea i mean say it's as i said before it's not a criticism but anything but i thought yeah that had been so so many more people would have been able to see it even if they just got a glimpse of mm-hmm. the car because i mean i don't know um I don't live too far from RAF North Holt, uh, mm-hmm. where uh, the, the Queen was brought in. I think one of our fellow Travel Radio presenters, uh, Timmy, uh, w- was there. But literally, the A40 stops of people on the other side of the road yeah. uh, could see the hearse go by. And also, because it was getting quite dark there, because we are heading into uh, autumn, um, there was a, a light on, so everyone could see, uh, you know, the uh, coffin with the yeah, uh, you, with the royal standard. On. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, listen again. It was only going to be a short a short podcast. We were going to make it <laughs> twenty minutes, and we we've gone over our time. Uh, but yeah, this is purely for. I think it's just a chance to get our own memories down, and anyone Absolutely. else who wants to li- listen to them, just from two normal guys. But yeah, other than that, site, have you got anything else to add, sir? No, I'm just obviously it's a very sad occasion. Everybody has their kind of own reasons for supporting the monarchy, and like you know experiences with the royal family i mean our very own captain emma Henderson mbe she yeah. quite recently received the mbe from prince charles now king charles and the third and yeah. obviously that was presented to her by the queen like you know like on paper but like obviously delivered by prince charles king charles now but yeah, yeah everyone has their own kind of like ideas about the monarchy but mine are it's just that They've always been there in my life. I've only ever known the Queen, uh, and I'm I'm very grateful for what she has given up in her life for the country and the Commonwealth. And yeah, it's a very sad occasion. And uh, I'm I'm just like I'm actually enjoying all the coverage that's on TV, and I'm kind of going with the, with the rest of the nation. And yeah, it'll be a very sad day again on Monday, uh, as we all kind of like experience. The, the funeral of yeah. Her Majesty the Queen. It will all be sad uh, and it will be historic. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, 70 years. You know, this is a, a new time for us. And I just hope Charles III uh, is as good mm-hmm. as uh, Queen Elizabeth, you know, 1926 to 2022. So, so quite just, quite a good innings. Just before we close off, we'll, yeah. we'll, let's have a little prediction how long do you think King Charles III will reign before it's handed over to uh, <laughs> Prince William? Yeah, well, best not get morbid. Um, okay, right. 
Um, well, he doesn't, hope... have to, he doesn't have to pass away. He can hand, well, he can hand it over. That's the way British monarchs, we, we don't really True. abdicate unless, I mean, I think probably uh, Edward was one of the only ones. Okay, uh, a prediction, and I do not wish ill health on anyone, but he is taking a throne at, what, 72? Yeah. Um, so I, th providing nothing untoward happens, or we... Uh, somebody votes us to become a republic, I think at least we've got a good 20 years, hopefully, I'm going to see say King William. 2034, mark that date. Right, 2035, <laughs> I shall put that in the uh, diary. But uh, let's, you know, let's uh, yeah. hope. And, of course, let's hope nothing happens to the others because, obviously, the line of succession. So it will be mm -hmm. William. Then we'll have a King George. And obviously, yeah. we've got to wait to happen what King George of, uh, you know. So we've got three, provided nothing goes wrong, three kings in a row now. Yeah. Take a, We're playing a good, cards. That'd be pretty good. Good hand in poker, that, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I was going to say, yeah, it'd be good. Be good. Okay. Well, like I say, it was just a chance to get our uh, yeah. thoughts down on, uh, I say tape. We don't even work with tape on uh, digital. But yeah, listen, this has been a, uh, not an emergency podcast, but a, uh, a special podcast from us yeah. here at uh, Not Just Crew. Remember, join us on uh, YouTube. Just uh, Google uh, Not Just Crew, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you on there. We produce loads of programs for uh, cabin crew and aviation uh, in general, and we can got some brilliant interviewing tips if you want to use your transferable skills to go into different uh, careers. Absolutely right, Simon. Other than that, final word to you. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. That's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Take care. Bye.